The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campion here with, I'm just going to say it. I hate to play favorites, but I'm going to. My favorite guest of all time on the show forever, the much requested, the much loved Natalie Campion. And if you're wondering, he's got a sister on? No, this would be my bride. And I know she is way too good looking to marry me, but um, being good at sales goes a long way, fellas. <laughs> um, it doesn't It doesn't hurt, no. It doesn't hurt. Okay, there you go. Um, okay. So for those of you guys and gals that are fans, this will be a little familiar. Those are that you aren't, I'll let you know. This is our Thanksgiving episode. We do, I think every year we've done, or most years, we do a Valentine's Day uh, episode, which is always fun. Yeah. And I think we've done this Thanksgiving special, you and I, um, gosh, I feel like it's been four or five years now. Yeah. And we usually do it next to each other, but um, we wanted to avoid the fist fight this year. So we're in separate rooms. <laughs> I'm thankful for not uh, showing up to Thanksgiving dinner with a bl- black guy. So the big reason, I, aside from just wanting to be a butt and hang out with my bride. Um, so if anyone's like, oh, I wonder what Mike's wife looks like. Join us on YouTube if you're or if you're, if you're on YouTube. <laughs> I was gonna say, or you can listen on the podcast here, what she sounds like. But I think all of you have sound. So, all right. Um, the reason we do this, other than I like hanging out with my bride, is as entrepreneurs, I think one of our greatest strengths and weaknesses is we're constantly looking at what is undone, right? The gap between where we are now and where we'd like to be, which is great, right? Because that's what it takes to build bridges, build companies move society forward is to see the gap between where we're at, where we want to be and do something to move towards that new goal. Um, The problem is we're not really good at celebrating our wins and we are constantly focused. So that focus on moving ahead, good. Constant focus moving ahead without taking a moment to look at where we've come will just kill us because we'll get burnt out. And if you happen to be a Bible believer as I am, um, there's a lot in the Bible about not being anxious, about being thankful, you know, going to God with everything in Thanksgiving. And I have found from personal experience, I can be angry or bitter or frustrated or unhappy, or I can be thankful. But I personally, as a human, have not found a mechanism to do both. So the personal part of this is just wanting to share some of the things that we're thankful for. And I'm going to let my wife start because she's always more gracious and thankful than I am. But I wanted to lay the foundation of why Thanksgiving and being thankful is so important is a concept that shouldn't just be one day out of 365, but um, a skill that we as business owners practice uh, daily. So that said, my bride, what either do you have to add to my thoughts on Thanksgiving as a concept or specific things that you would like to share with the world that you are thankful for? Um. You know, what's I'm just going to I'm going to break off into like a little bit of a story. Um, My father passed away about 11 years ago. And I remember we were all around him while he was on his deathbed. And his final words weren't, man, I wish I had just worked harder or I could I could have built a bigger business or I could have done whatever. 
it just for those of you, I'm pretty familiar with Natalie's dad, but I, some of you may, <laughs> some of you may not be. He was a very prolific architect, loved his work. Like I still remember we rented that house in San Diego and he came and was <laughs> only time I've ever seen the man out of a suit and tie. Um, still working. Now, I don't even know working like on a paid project. I think he was just building and designing. So this just so you're like, well, yeah, maybe Natalie's dad's kind of a layabout that, you know, was just a, a laid back. No, this guy loved work. He was an architect and he loved it so very much. So just a little background to help add some color to the story. Please continue. Yeah. He was extremely passionate about it. And it, it certainly was the, the foundation of almost his every single day. But his last words weren't, I wish I had built more or done more. It was, I wish I had more time with my kids and my family and enjoyed it. He, that was his biggest regret. And I think we, we find a lot of joy and pride and um, significance in when we do these things as entrepreneurs, but then we forget the day to day. And once the day's gone, you can never get it back. And you're always like, oh, I'll celebrate or I'll be okay next week or next month or next year. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And it's like, it's not. If you don't enjoy it right now, if you don't appreciate where you're at right now, even if it sucks, live in the moment because you don't know if you're going to have any more moments tomorrow or the next day. You just don't know. So enjoy every single day, every single win, no matter what. Well, staying on the bent, Natalie's dad's name is Bent. He was a... Uh, <laughs> um, I want to say Dutch, obviously not Dutch. Uh, Danish. Yeah, Danish man, Bent, uh, which I think is the Danish version of Ben, but Bent Severn. And I think Natalie, and I, I know now, I both remember this time where we were on the beach together. And, you know, Natalie and I were younger. <laughs> I don't want to say I was young. Natalie was young. I was younger. And we were in our swimsuits and we were playing in the water. And I think we had our, uh, my son, Caleb, who's now, you know, full grown man, but he was a kid playing in the the, the sand in the ocean and running around <laughs> bent head on his penny loafers, as is his custom. And slacks. And slacks, dockers, you know, the very, you know, and probably a button up shirt. I don't recall, but yeah. I would bet money a button up shirt. No, no tie though. We were at the beach, so I don't think there was a tie. <laughs> and I remember just sitting with him in the beach and going, why don't you, you know, wear a swimsuit or why don't you, you know, like go, go play and frolic. And he's like, there was a time when I would, you know, I was a young man, I'd go play, but now it's just not for me. And he wasn't sad. He was just notating. He was noticing. And he goes, you know what the crazy thing is? It feels like just yesterday, like I was playing, like it, it doesn't, and he was in his early eighties at this point. So just yesterday for him, I'm guessing was at least 40 years ago, probably half a century, right? Like, so this wasn't like, you know, man, six years flew by, you know, when I was 75 frolicking, you know, he was, I'm just, I didn't ask him, but I'm assuming he was talking about in his twenties and thirties. Yeah. Right? His youth was literally in world war II. Right. Like half a century ago. Right. <laughs> that was, I remember that. And it felt like just yesterday. And I remember thinking what a good perspective to have. And I thought that was the lesson. But now knowing Ben's been dead 11 years, that conversation had to happen 13, 14 years ago. Um, at least. At least. And Natalie and I, like the old people we are, or the old people I am, and Natalie's, she ain't old, but she can see it from there. Um, we'll talk about that conversation over a decade ago felt just like a sneeze away. Like it was just yeah. so very... And I remember telling the story five or six years ago and feeling that was 10 seconds ago. 
<laughs> now that was five or six years ago. And Ben's one of my last Ben thing, we'll move on. His favorite thing about what was your favorite project? Having done some world-renowned projects that he could be very proud of, uh, his answer is always the next one, but not on his deathbed. On his deathbed, it was, I wish I had less next projects. And, and his family is all gathered around him. Like, it's not like he was, you know, this destitute, lonely old man, but he just wished he had more time with his kids. And I remember getting to be his secretary for a day, um, just sending emails. like to. And just to add a note to that, before you were his secretary writing those emails, Mike was spoon feeding him sorbet. Like little tiny bites of sorbet to my dad, which was a very, very sweet moment. I wasn't going to share that because I kind of felt a little intimate for the family, but it's your family. So if you feel it's worth sharing, I was and um, honored to do it, frankly. And just, yeah, writing the emails of this man who was, he knew he was on his deathbed. He knew he had less than 48 hours to live, but he was in his right mind and just, yeah, I, I I guess it would be invasive, but I wish I had some of those emails. Like I didn't think of it at the time, but I wish I had some of those. Anyway, um, all that to say, Natalie and I, after, gosh, 14 years marriage, 13 years marriage, 13. 13, almost 14. Yeah, over a decade. Um, you know, I think we've had some really good times, really bad times. And uh, as the business owner, the you know, Natalie's always been wildly supportive, but more like I'm the entrepreneur in the family and she's the supporter in the family. I would probably have marked those times more based on how my business was doing or how our business was doing. And looking back, if I correlate happiness or joy or effectiveness or what I want. I don't know that I would say that, you know, certainly when we had business success, that was fun. And I liked it. So I'm not marking it as zero, but a lot of our times were when we weren't doing the best or we were, you know, we have a lot of memories or the marriage, the house we had when we were first married, which had blue tiles that Natalie hated. And we had a bunch of fam, you know, friends over. But, so much. But it's so really it was blue. As, a cleaning, as, a, as, as cleaners, you would have hated it too. The tiles were like this color that, that looked like they were constantly dirty. And I was like, man, these tiles are disgusting. And then we had one of the tiles replaced with the original one. And it was literally made to look dirty, which drove me insane so i can vouch for her her hatred of that uh, that house but we had i don't know if you remember babe we had the a bunch of um friends and family over wednesday uh, nights every wednesday nights we we'd have a potluck and I, those are some of my favorite memories and i think that might have been the least successful we were think you know financially in our in our marriage but i just remember that Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it was a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. So all that to say, I think I've wasted a lot of my time thinking when I get where I want to get, then I'll be happy. And right now I'm, we're so happy and so blessed with all the stuff that we have. Like even me getting to look at, I'm in a room away, but I'm looking at Natalie and our beautiful home and like, man, I'm so lucky just to be able to live there. We, we feel so very blessed. Um, but yeah, I think we could have 
chosen to feel that blessing for the whole 13 years as opposed to this false sense of when I get here, then it'll be, then it'll be different. And even today, I think there's a lot of times we'll get frustrated with day-to-day stupid stuff with <laughs> you share the store base. I'll get it. I'm going to pick on my bride who I love. She knows exactly what I'm going to say. I have a feeling last night. <laughs> um, now I had a tough, just a long day and came home tired. And will you move to the side love of my life? So the people on YouTube can see what's behind you. You can see there's there's a little earth couch that we sit on and there's that beautiful white rug and a white table. Um, thank you, baby. And our son was sitting on that table and my wife, after a hard day's work, had cooked dinner, ready to relax and well-deserved with a glass of wine. Um, which she doesn't, I know it's been tough night. She didn't do a lot of drinking, but when there's a glass of wine, I'm like, oh, okay. Especially on Monday night. It's like, okay, things are real. And either the dog or Christian or they can, our son, our eight-year-olds conspire together and knock that glass of wine all over the the light, everything. And I could just see her being like, oh. All over the rug, all over the sofa, and all over a third of my food. And oh, just so you know. She ordered sushi. She was so excited. Red wine and sushi. Not a good, good separate, not as good. Not a great dipping sauce. Yeah, well, it was last night. Uh, <laughs> And by the way, our son woke up this morning. Now that he was sleeping, he's like, "Oh, it went away." I'm like, "What went away?" He's like, "All the all the wine we spilled. It just went away." I'm like, "If I went away, you meant you mean mom spent a half hour trying to clean it? Yeah, it went away. Uh, you were sleeping. I'm glad you didn't hear it, mom. Anyway, all that to say, there are I'm guessing half the world that don't have sushi, that don't have red wine, that don't have a house where they can control the heat and the temperature that have lost an eight-year-old child and we give anything to have a to have that kid spill and you know we're guilty right and of course i make the story about my poor wife but i'm equally inconsiderate of my own long list to be thankful for and again we have a beautiful house and i'm proud of it and i feel very blessed to live there but that same if it's not that great of a house if you're with your kids and they're healthy and you've got food to eat that is better than and I've been in not great of houses. Like we've been pretty rich and we've been, I don't know if I've been super poor with my bride, but I've been super poor prior to my bride and a lot poor when we first got married. And it's very easy to focus on the spilt wine. We all have spilt wine in our life. And my poor bride, I knew she was pushing me, let me help. She's like, no, I have it. I'm like, oh boy, that means that you're going to mess it up and get out of my way. I'm gonna... <laughs> Most guys... gorgeous, I was really angry. I was just, yeah. I had a really, you know, if anyone's ever gone to Costco anywhere near Thanksgiving, it it's enough to drive somebody to, you know, violence. To drink a glass of wine and then have it knocked carelessly into your sushi. Anyway, the whole point of that is we've all had some stupid moment. And, you know, seven years ago, Natalie won't remember that glass of wine. But at that time, it consumed her and she was there was no gratitude like like i would be i'm not judging my bride we've all had some dumb thing or a hundred dumb things in a day where something stupid happens and we allow it to steal us of our gratitude and i didn't because i don't want to get smacked in the head but now that everything's fine i can say in that moment again there's millions of people maybe billions that would kill to be in that house cleaning up that wine with a husband a our little dog Sadie in the back is kind of old. And we're not going to have her forever. And our son being eight. Well, I was calling Sadie, but the podcast people cannot see her. Oh, she, look, she's old. She's getting up. She's like, I can't. She's coming. 
<laughs> she's coming for those. And then there's Buddy, our less old dog. Um, all right. So all of you on the podcast who can't see any of this and are probably bored. And now look, Buddy. Oh, Buddy, when he doesn't know if he's <sighs> there, she is our, our little old lady. There's so, our lady. <laughs> for those of you on the joining us on the video, her face, her mask is all white. When we got her as a puppy, it was black. And now she's well, looking. She's so happy. Mommy's petting her. Um, so all that to say we can forget how grateful we are for Sadie because we take care of her granted, but there's, you know, she's 13. We got her when we first got married. It's going to be a time we're not going to have Sadie and our little eight-year-old guy, you know, Chris, my eldest Caleb's 24 now, right? There's going to be a time when he's going to be, you know, Caleb's old and we can invite him over. He's not going to spill wine anywhere generally, but we don't have him as an eight-year-old anymore. Like I've got those memories, but that's gone. So I just want to encourage you on this Thanksgiving, be thankful, right? It's so easy to, focus on the next project like Ben Severin and not be with your family. It's so easy to focus on the spilt wine as I've done as my bryos, we've all done not on the sweet little hands that spilled it and that, you know, are so happy to be with you. So that is, uh, that's all I got. Natalie, bring us home. Anything I missed, anything of value you want to add uh, to our amazing, amazing human beings listening? Um, I am also just grateful that we get to serve our community. Like, you know, I know we know a lot of other entrepreneurs who love their community and they get to serve them. But I think you people are just such a joy. You're so hardworking. You have such hearts of gold. Um, it's a joy to be around you guys when we have our live events. It's it's just you're an amazing community. And I truly feel blessed that we get to serve you guys. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you guys. Yeah, I wasn't going to go into that because it sounds so like everybody says that and you have to say it, but it's true. We have, I brought all the time when we hire, um, I don't, you know, we try and pay well or maybe even a little better than market value or market wage, but I don't, when we hire, it's always about the people, like both our client. Our, by the way, I don't think any of our teams listen. Well, <laughs> the editor, Lindsay, I think edits this. I love you, Lindsay. You're the best. We are so thankful. She is the best. Yeah, she's, um, my wife and Lindsay spend about 12% of their time sending raccoon memes back and forth one to another. So for sure. if you want in on that email, Lindsay, maybe you can get on the, uh, the meme exchange. So yeah, truly thankful that we get paid as well as we do to do something that I love so much helping you guys and gals grow. And I want to encourage you guys. Um, I'm 49. I haven't had a job since I was 22. I can't remember if I was 21, 22, maybe 23, I think 22. And uh, working for someone else just wasn't for me, right? Like I remember thinking for me to get a promotion, someone's got to die. And I don't think they really like me as well as the other guys. And it's not really based on that. I'm too young. And it was like a 10 or 20 year thing. And I, there's still a bunch of luck involved. And I'm like, that sucks. I'm not willing to do that. So the fact that we get to give people their time back for money and build teams and it's just awesome, right? We live in a fairly amazing country where we can do this and be supported and it's it's awesome so um as grateful as i am for you guys cleaning nation and the ability to do this um you guys have clients and you have teams and the fact that you get to do that and hopefully get paid pretty well is a gift and if you're like well i would like speaking of that i'm not so grateful i don't have the life that i want this isn't working how i want feel free to reach out um you know there's one of the few times just email me mike at growmycleaningcompany.com just email me directly and be like i heard the thing you know what two ways if you just want to share something, something you're thankful for, just email me. Shoot me an email. I'm like, hey, I heard the Thanksgiving episode. 
I just want to share something I'm thankful for. I'd be glad to hear it. And um, if you'd like some help and like, I, I'm struggling and I, I want I want some more things to be thankful for next year, right? We kind of get to near the end of the year. And we're like, gosh, man, I, I had these big dreams of where I wanted to be and I'm not even close. If that's you, shoot me an email. We'll see if we can't give you some more stuff to be thankful for um, next year. Or I'll just take something and I'll make you a deal. Before you send me anything that you're like, I want help, um, you still got to give me something you're thankful for. So you can send me just something you're thankful for to say, hey, I'll take it. Mike at growingcleancompany.com. Or if you need some help, First and foremost, give me something you're thankful for and then tell me you want some help with and I'll do my best to give you the support that we need. Um, if that seems too scary to email me because maybe I'll somehow attack you via email, which I've never done, but you never know. could be the first. Feel free to grow my, go to growmycleaningcompany.com, join our Facebook group. We've got a thousand podcasts. Um, be thankful. Tell someone you love them. Baby love, I'm so thankful for you. The fact that you're my wife is one of my favorite things in the world and I am so lucky to be your husband and I want to tell you that in front of God and everybody. Thank you, baby. Love you, too. All right. Clean Nation, go tell someone you love, you love them, and have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk soon. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.